Hello, friends. My name is Jesse Pruitt, and this is the Light of Hope. Thank you for stopping by. We appreciate you listening. We are studying in John chapter 4. We are beginning part 3 of John chapter 4 today. We're back to making more frequent uh, episodes, so you keep us in your prayer, will you? We appreciate that. So today, we're talking about Christ, our testimony. Christ, our testimony. John chapter 4, we've already seen that Christ stopped by the well, and he sat there, and a Samaritan woman came, and he asked for a drink. And we've, you can go back and listen to the previous episodes and and see that uh, this exchange and conversation <clears throat> led to her uh, realizing that she needed his salvation. And so what today we're talking about is this, Christ, our testimony, <clears throat> John 4, part 3. That's actually what this is, John 4, part 3. Now we find here <clears throat> that Christ, pardon me, Christ is a real man, Now, this is important because we're talking about the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. So when we speak of the gospel, it's not just a happy message all in itself. Although it is a happy message, it is good news. But it's not just something that uh, we decide to make it into. It is the message of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the important elements of that include the fact that he was a real man. And we find that in uh, verse 6, because he was wearied from his journey, and he sat down to rest. So that gives us evidence right there that he was a real man. Now that's important, and we find also in verse 26, when he tells the woman, I am he, she's talking about the Messiah, when the Messiah comes, he said, I am he who speaks to you. Uh, He also revealed that to her in verse 18, when he told her all that she had done, and she even gave uh, testimony of this later, he told me everything that I did. Uh, He, his penetrating gaze and his his being, his ability to see into her very heart and life and and she knew that um made the difference so and that coupled with the fact that he told her i am he i am the christ that proves from the scripture just in this particular place as it does in many others that he was not only all man but he was also all god now we have a big old fancy word for that uh called the hypostatic union. Uh, the fact, and I, in my country uh, terminology, I always say he's the only 200% man that ever lived because he was fully God and fully man at the same time. Um, people say, well, I, I just don't believe that. Well, <clears throat> you have to believe that or not believe that. I mean, it's it's something that's taken by faith. But uh, I, I would love to sit down with someone and and share all that I could share with them so I could help them understand that the Scripture does teach that. So Christ is all man, and he was also all God while he walked on these earth. He's still all God. He's eternal. He is divine. 
Now, he's both divinely perfect and perfectly human. And the woman uh, realized that when he spoke to her heart. Now, she thought she had some pretty good theology, as many people do. (laughs) Many people people who don't know the Lord think they have pretty good theology. Uh, She was talking to him in these other verses up here um, in verse 20. Um, she said, our fathers worshiped in this mountain and you, you people talking about the Jews <laughs> that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. So she was caught up in religion. Religion is kind of like, uh, kind of like the attorney religion dwells on facts, not in evidence or <laughs> assumes facts, not in evidence. Cause you might hear an attorney stand up and go, Hey, that's an object of that because it assumes truth. That's not shown. Uh, no evidence is shown. A lost person has no idea. They only have their mind and their uh, temporal, physical mind and their thinking. But you see, Christianity is something that is revealed to people by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible teaches us and teaches that you can only come to Christ when the Spirit draws you. And the gospel message is part of that that process because as we share the gospel with people, the Holy Spirit of God reveals to them the truth of that gospel message and people respond to the Holy Spirit. They're not responding to us. Uh, we may think, oh, they're, they're going to reject me or they're going to uh, be upset. It's not about us. It's, it has nothing really to do with us. We're simply... Um, the person who shares that and, and spreads the, the gospel message, that that's just our obedience to the Lord. So they're not really rejecting you and me. They're not uh, responding to us in particular. They're responding to the Holy Spirit. Now, if we try to convince them outside of the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, just have a debate or something like that, then that's not God. And I think sometimes that might be the case. It might have happened. Some people might not have gotten saved because they might have been wrestling with someone on a debate basis rather than having the Holy Spirit. That's why it's so important for us to have our our daily one-on-one devotion. Every day we ought to spend some time with the Lord, getting our heart right, getting our life right, getting our thinking right, so that when we have the opportunity to share Jesus Christ, then the Holy Spirit is filling us and using us, and He can bless this this through us and, and be able to reach people as we share the gospel with them. That's, that's very, very important. So we ought to be very, very... Um, thoughtful about that and, and consider that very deeply when we do go out to witness and we go out to share we ought to be very prayerful we don't go out in a judgmental way we don't go out in a well i'm going to show them i'm going to convince them i'm going to straighten them out that that's not what it's all about at all it's about simply being a vessel used of the lord so she had very little to no theology but after she met Jesus Christ, she actually had a testimony. Now, the point that I want to make here is this, and I call this the CSAM in verse 29. <clears throat> it's an acronym for Come See a Man. Uh, I refer to that as the CSAM testimony. That it, She had no theology. She was at the zero level of theological understanding, and yet she had a testimony. 
you say, well, I don't, I don't know the Bible good enough, or I don't know, I don't know enough about God or all this kind of stuff. Well, we can learn, but even if you don't have a whole lot of understanding about the Bible, don't be afraid. You still have a testimony as did she come see a man. A man who told me everything that I ever did. He could see into my heart. I bet she was thinking in her heart, and I'm paraphrasing, but I'm, I bet she could just, she was telling people, he looked right through me. And we talked about that early, earlier in our uh, podcast, that the gaze of Christ, how that uh, he could just look right into you. And I believe that with all my heart. Um, I see that in by faith. <clears throat> so she had a see Sam testimony. Come see a man. Now, there's something that I want to mention here before we run out of our short time. In verse 35, <clears throat> he said, do you not say there are yet four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields that they are white for harvest, already white for harvest. What that means is simply the harvest is now. So there are two things that I want you to remember about the harvest. Today is the harvest. We are living in that harvest time, the spiritual harvest. The harvest time is a busy time. It's a time to work. And any farmers out there that are listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. Because when harvest time comes, there's no goofing around. I mean, you're working from can to can. You're, you're doing what you have to do because it is a very busy time, but not only is it a busy time, it's a brief time. Harvest is a very short time in comparison to the entire growing season, the planting, the, the cultivating, the waiting, you know, the just praying, hoping that everything is going to be what you expect it to be. It's a brief time. It's a busy time and it's a brief time because right now you and I are in the time of the harvest. I believe in all my heart that we are looking at a brief time. Now, I don't have a time. I can't put a, um, you know, I can't put a date on it. And anybody that does, don't listen to them. Uh, I'm not. I'm not putting a date or a time or a limit on any of this kind of stuff myself. But I, I sense that in my spirit that it is a brief time, and I believe the. Bible supports that by the fact that it, he talks about harvest in comparison to reaching people. And as we get more into this this chapter, we'll be able to see that. And if you go and read the chapter, I want you to always go and read the entire chapter. Don't just take what I say. You go look to the Bible and you see what God is saying. We're in that harvest time and the time is short, my friend. I don't know how many years it is. I don't know how many months it could be today. It could be tomorrow. I don't know. But I know we're living in a brief, brief time. And I don't believe we have a whole lot of time left. And my friend, if I was you, I wouldn't put it off. If you have any inkling of wanting to come to Christ, <laughs> I wouldn't mess around. Because you never know. I mean, anything could happen. So I urge you, share Jesus with people. Say, come see a man. Let me just show you. Let me just introduce you to Christ. You Forget their objections. You say, oh, they're going to ask me about tough stuff. You know, where uh, Cain got his wife and all that kind of silly stuff. Listen, all that is just a way to try to get you off the, the real issue. The real issue, they need Christ. So just kind of sidestep that stuff and go, 
Yeah, well, we'll talk about that later. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you what he's done for me. Let me tell you what he means in my life. I talked with him this morning. We had a good long conversation, and he is real in my life. If we get back to that, my friend, we're going to have a whole lot of folks that are going to have some changed lives. That's what we need to do. So we're in the harvest time. You need to work on your see sound testimony. Come see a man. Yes, sir. All right. You need to ask Christ into your heart. You need to pray that God will give you people to witness to. And we're going to end this episode. And until next time, I'm Jesse Pruitt. This is the Light of Hope.